Yeah, all right. That sounds pretty good. All right, let's let's get started then. Constant vigilance, Potter. Constant vigilance. Jim, it's just like I said, Jimmy Jim. It's like I said, just stop sucking so much. Cause you suck, Jimmy. If some of you follow me on Instagram, then maybe you have an idea of what I'm gonna talk about right now. Or maybe you don't. But if that and who can guess the reference? Ten points to your house, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but if Mad Eye Moody didn't give you a heads up, that's what I want to talk about. And that's something that I posted earlier on my Instagram for the studio, because I'm a lazy shit and I haven't made a social media for the podcast yet, but I will this week, I promise. But, and this is hilarious, because what a roundabout way to do it, and I use the term hilarious very loosely here. But I screenshotted tweets and posted those tweets on the studio Instagram story. <laughs> what? Social media is just a handful, and we all love it. But what I talked about is that I had... A lot of anxiety starting, I want to say it was on Thursday, maybe like the end of Wednesday and definitely during Thursday. So much so that I couldn't like think, I couldn't get my thoughts together. It was, I was in a fog. I had no motivation to do anything. I, I had things that I needed to do and some things that I wanted to work on, but just nothing was coming. And so Thursday, I decided not to fight it. You know, a lot of the times I won't do that. And I've talked about that on here before. Like I said, sometimes you have to take a break. And it's important that you know when to at least attempt it. So I attempted it. I laid on the couch. I think I'd just been watched a movie, been binge watched a movie. And I did some doodling on the iPad. Really standard stuff for most people. But for me, I gotta be productive all the time. That's how I make the chemicals in my brain happy. Like, if I'm not working on something, and I'm just kind of lounging, I've had to had really... I had to have really earned it for me to be able to fully enjoy it. Or I've got to spend like half the fucking time convincing myself that it is okay for me to not be working on like illustrations or designs or emailing or typing out documents or keeping track of my books and records and plans and scheduling and all the things that I do in my spare time. So it's not easy. So on Thursday, I said, Fuck myself. 
I'm just gonna lay on the couch. I'm going to be a vegetable and see if that helps. It did not make it worse. <laughs> I think is the best way for me to say this. I didn't feel like a thousand times better. I didn't feel any worse though, which is an achievement all of itself after what I just said. Like, hey, I managed to do this and not feel worse. But going into Friday, no, was it Friday? Yeah, going into Friday, I still had like residual anxieties and it was sparked from National Donut Day. <laughs> I should have had like a like a pause for dramatic effect and like a, dr a drum roll or slow, I don't think it's crescendo, you know, like a slow build up thing, some technical musical term there for dramatic effect. But yeah, National Donut Day, why would that stress me out? Well, I can tell you easily because I'm a baker at a gourmet donut shop and the aspect of doing 3,000 donuts was daunting to say the least when our system is probably set up happily to spit out you know if we did a thousand donuts a day it would be pushing it but it would it would still go pretty smooth in my opinion you could do more but it's it becomes like a huge pain because like the spacing and supplies and materials storage and time and it's like there's just so many variables that i'm not going to have to get into right now but to put it in perspective a third of that is a yeah we're we're doing some numbers today but we can do it without pulling the remaining pieces of hair out. And so National Donut Day last year, which I didn't work, they made 2,800 donuts. So I'm fucking losing my mind in stress and anxiety at this situation because I apparently don't handle those situations well. Fucking hello, you learn a little bit about yourself. I fucking hate admitting that. God damn, I do. I really do. I want to be the best at everything, and controlling my emotions is one of the main things that I like to keep on lock. Say whatever you will about that reason, or that thing that I like to do, but that is me, and I had to come to the conclusion that I'm just not good at everything, and in that situation, the stress fucking jerked up my anxiety levels. I was feeling it. Like, post-stressful work shift, still feeling the anxiety levels. Uh, needless to say, guys, yeah, I did stress and get anxious for no reason because it was super smooth and everyone had smiles on their face and it was an easy, great day and we made a bunch of donuts. We did not make 3,000 donuts. We did not make 2,800 donuts. We made a lot of donuts, let me tell you. 
but it wasn't enough for me to freak the fuck out over like I was concerned about. It wasn't something that I needed to st- or expected to still be feeling after the event went well. I mean, I was at the DMV trying to get plates on my new vehicle. What, what? And I was trying to fill out the form and my fucking hands were shaking. I'm like, this is the worst penmanship I have ever had in my whole life. <laughs> I'm like, why? I mean, I hadn't eaten a lot of good food. I had like a granola bar and a banana to hold me over until I got home. But that would be no reason for me to be shaking. I didn't have that much caffeine. Granted, I was at work at like from like 1 o'clock in the morning, but it's nothing unusual. So like the fact that I was shaking so much was not cool. I was not down for that. Plus, there was like this double edge sword to the situation where not only was I still feeling the the effects of the anxiety in my system to where I was shaking but then I also fucking felt ashamed that I was shaking and feeling all of that all this is happening at once inside the DMV that by the way you have to have an appointment Otherwise, you can't get inside. But once you get inside, it's the same fucking spiel. You still gotta stand in line forever, and then you gotta wait for your number to be called. Except now, instead of waiting for your number, you're just standing next to a, a host waiting for them to tell you where to go. So you can't miss it, I'll tell you that much. But don't bring a book, because you're just gonna stand in line holding it. It's unfortunate. But all this is happening while I'm in the DMV trying to fill out these forms. And it's just stupid and absurd. (laughs) And I hated it. I was so mad at myself. Why am I feeling this way? Why can't I control all of the emotions? And why can't I get my shit together? Which is a whole other other problem. You know, Kristen told me that I just need to get a therapist. <laughs> oh my god. I looked at her. I'm like, are you serious? Like, you told me that I could tell you anything and we could talk whenever I needed it. And then the moment I say, like, oh god, I guess we should talk about something. Like, let me get it off my chest. Like, you should get a therapist. <laughs> she's right, though. She's right. And I think the caveat was more that she's not a professional. So it wasn't so much that I'm so crazy that I can't rely on my friends. It's just so much that I apparently am crazy and I need a professional. But my friends are still there for me. They're just not professionals to handle what's going on. Or so I'm saying to myself, how many people just automatically assume they're like nutso bonkers, but really they're not that bad. You know, they're just being dramatic. Which I am not, so obviously I'm crazy. You know, I am not dramatic in any situations. I think I've gotten really good at ranting and like, uh, not ranting so much as rambling on the Sunday delights, just to fill all the the silence with nonstop words that are unnecessary for you to have to listen to. That explanation in itself was the best example of why I just said that because now I'm talking about stuff that has nothing to do with what I was mentioning before so I'm inside the DMV shaking and having this internal like 
pinpricking attack on my body. And I don't know why it's still there, at least. Like, I know the trigger. We just talked about it. And the day before, I didn't fight. I didn't force myself to try to do anything. I relaxed as best I could, and yet it was still there. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes that is unfortunate. Usually, I end up drinking and smoking some cigarettes and some, you know, to help. But that's just this bullshit, you know? You can't rely on vices. That's weak, in my opinion. That's weak sauce. Because you're not always going to have the opportunity to have those vices around you. You're not always going to have the money to can like sustain the crutch that you've created to handle your fucking issues. It's better if you try and solve it on your own without using that. You know, get stronger, learn more about yourself. So if it begins, maybe you can figure out a way to prevent it from continuing before you get to the point where you're shaking inside of a DMV. So what I ended up doing when I got home, I worked out and I didn't want to work out. I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to like pace and continually like try and find something that was going to take my mind off of like the surge of it's so hard to explain if you haven't like felt this before it's like a it's like you're standing on the side of a cliff with a crowd behind you and slowly but surely the crowd is getting crazier and you're getting pushed closer and closer to the edge and you're trying to like fight it and push back but there's more there like more more force and people so you keep getting pushed further and further and the further you get to the edge or the closer you get to the edge the more you freak out which only makes everything else freak out more so it keeps building so you understand like this is a terrible situation (laughs) why am i laughing Why am I laughing at myself? Because somebody has to. And if I don't laugh at myself, then you're going to take what I'm saying way too seriously. And that's not what I want. I don't, I don't, I don't want you, I don't want you to do that. You know, that's one of the problems I think about talking about your problems with people that you care about is that you don't want them to look at you differently. You know, you put so much effort into this version of yourself that you want everyone to like see, you know, like, hey, this is who I am trying to be and I want to be and this is how I want you to perceive me. And then it's not always that case. And so when you have to be vulnerable and expose the skeleton behind the mask or whatever the fuck you've created and analogy you want to use, you know, they see you differently. So like now, like, I got Well, now you know I have none of my shit together. And it is unfortunate. God damn it, I went <laughs> That tangent threw me off the rails so much that I've forgotten where I was to begin with. 
Not like to begin with, obviously I know that much, but I forgot where I was before I started the tangent about your friends knowing a little bit more about yourself and you should open up and talk about, uh, you should know yourself. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't want to do anything basically was what I was saying. So, but I got home and had all the energy. So I ended up choosing labor, I think is the best way for me to explain this. In a sense that like it's kind of the same take that you would have on a uh, puppy who has way too much energy. What are you going to do with that puppy? You're going to try and tire it out so that it calms the hell down and you can actually have a normal, relaxing afternoon. So you're going to take it to the park. You're going to make it run around. Uh, you're going to go on a walk or a bike ride, play fetch, and a bunch of tug of wars, and whatever you dog people do. But you're going to tire it out. So I took the same kind of aspect, and I worked out when I got home. And I didn't want to. I didn't have the energy for it. But I still had these, that feeling inside of you. And yesterday's idea didn't work, so I had to do something different today. And I didn't want to do it, and I I didn't want to do anything. Like I said, like the last 30 fucking times. But I did it anyway. Like I've said for the last 30 times. I did it anyway. I fucking did it anyway. I pushed through it because I knew I had to. You've got to realize what to do and you have to do it when you know dealing with yourself and I'm it sounds so stupid to lay out that way but I'm so fucking serious right now it's ridiculous it absolutely is so ridiculous because the moment I was done with that workout actually not even the moment I was done with the workout I would say like after the first round out of like 12 like I do a circuit workout obviously during quarantine the gym wasn't open so I had to do something and so I did a circuit workout anyway after the first round I felt better at the next one I felt even better halfway through I'm like oh fuck I should have worked out yesterday because I feel wildly better just so much better I cannot believe that I laid around the day before and wasted more time when all I had to do was work out the energy that was affecting me so much. And I also mowed the lawn before that, so it was a very, it was a multifaceted fix in my opinion. So I worked out, yeah, but before that I mowed the lawn. And the reason I want to mention that first is because A is hot as dick outside. So I was doing a lot of sweating. It was something easy that you can turn your mind off to, which I think was important so that I didn't have to focus on a task at the same time I was focusing on trying to solve the the fight inside of me. So and they like allowing just like mowing the lawn I didn't have to worry about that. So I was able to get a sense of accomplishment from a task that was easy to do. At the same time that I was able to focus on my internal problem and work through it 
and continually just like remind myself to calm down and all this other ridiculous shit which was really good and then you know you had the sweat which shows that you're, you're working you're pushing through and you're burning energy and calories which helps out with the reward system yeah there we go and you start feeling better and satisfied and it's releasing i think it's uh was it it's not cortisone is it there's cortisol fuck i am too stupid in this instance to know what chemical is released in the brain when you you know do hard work and have like the reward system pleasure and all that stuff google it and then let me know if you do so all that is playing in the factor and that's kind of like what allowed me to finally like bite the bullet and work out because obviously like you're not feeling your best physical shape after mowing the lawn in the afternoon in South Carolina sunny weather you just you just don't got all the juice and I didn't start out with a lot of juice so technically I shouldn't have done it but for my mind's sake and technically for the rest of your body because your mind controls all that shit it was necessary for me to double down with the hard labor and I think it was like a good exhaustive reset for my brain and the chemicals it was important and then the the bringing on of like new like fruits and the smoothie and the food that I eat to replenish and it was good it was good I didn't give up I didn't try and lie around and wonder why I still felt anxious I didn't resort to smoking a pack of cigarettes or drinking myself silly or ripping a gravity bong like eight times in a row until I couldn't even see straight. I saw a problem and I tried to fix it. When it didn't work, I tried something else. I got lucky. The second thing worked. But it's also not the first time that I have attempted to fix said anxiety situations. And you're gonna learn if you pay attention and you're constantly trying to keep yourself under check it is exhausting of course it's exhausting constant vigilance is constantly working it takes a lot of focus to pay attention to how you're reacting and how to control your brain so that you can control like where you're going with your mood and emotions because guess what people don't like to see a lot a lot of mood swings it makes people uncomfortable. They don't know what to expect from you. And that is like an inherit... Inherit. <laughs> That's not a word. Inherent. Like defense paranoia. Like if you don't know what to expect from Joe from the other tribe, your guard's going to be up constantly with that dude. <laughs> he could steal your corn. And that's your corn. Give me back my corn, Joe. I don't. I don't know what you're gonna do. Are you gonna take my corn and make popcorn and bring it back to me, or you're just you, you're just gonna steal from me? I don't know. You got a shifty face. It's weird. Like, why? Why is your beard so patchy? Come on. 
take care of yourself, man. Jeez, like, wash it a little bit. It's ridiculous and embarrassing. Going out in public like that. That's why people don't trust you, Joe. Corn-stealing guy. <laughs> you must be friends with Jimmy. He sucks. <laughs> oh... Do you guys just, like, expect me to, like, burst out laughing anytime there's, like, a random silence in the episode after I said something really stupid? No? Maybe? No, I, th I, don't, I don't think you... You follow these the way that I do. What the fuck was I talking about? Pause. Guys, I was talking about mood swings. That's what it was. Mood swings, no bueno. They happen to everybody. Fucking duh. There's so many variables and factors that it, is, it happens to everybody. We all know that. How many of us like seeing other people? None of you. Of course you don't. Just want to let you know that you also understand and agree with what I'm saying. We're all on the same side here, and it's all my side, and I'm right. So moving forward, controlling your moods and understanding like what will trigger and send you into bad moods and what to do to get you out of said bad moods is very important. And it is constant work, like I said. Also, like Moody said, fighting Death Eaters. But it stands true. If you think about the demons inside of you, they could be like Death Eaters. So constant vigilance keeps them away. Yeah, you know I've run out of, like, a lot of topics when there are more pauses and more random accents and voices. So, story time's over. I hope you guys take heed of the example that I've given uh, in my suggestion. And also know that we're all crazy. Not all of us are trying to work on it, though. And some of us don't care. Some of us don't know we're crazy. <laughs> but we're all crazy. That's, that's the main point. And I think 2020 has proven that we're all fucking crazy. So, what a sweet yacht party. Because we're all in the same boat. God. Okay, I gotta, I gotta cut this off. Thank you guys for listening. Eventually, I will make a Instagram account for the podcast, but it will not be this day. So for now, you can find out all the information on BaitCatStudio.com. There's BaitCatStudio on Instagram and Twitter. BaitCatStudio, well, you know, you know what it is. Uh, Facebook, it's all there. Uh, there is a Patreon, but, uh, you know, I suck and haven't uploaded anything, so... If you'd like to send me some hate mail go for it what else is there oh got some cool new things in the works hopefully we'll be able to share with you soon old professor and I've got a little planning meeting to go to tomorrow <laughs> I'm trying to get you guys some good new stuff you know what I'm saying you, you don't know what I'm saying but eventually you will and that's what's important all right seriously have a great week and uh stay vigilant and enjoy this week's episode with dan riley 
Because you suck, Jimmy.